0: Listening to Inside Acting, a podcast dedicated to demystifying the inner and outer game of success in the entertainment industry. I'm your co host, Trevor Algott.
1: And I'm AJ Meyer. And coming up in episode 199, the final episode of season seven of the podcast, we have our second quarterly review in which we get real about our personal and career goals, including what's working, what's not, and what's next. It's all coming up in episode 199, so stick around.
0: Support for this episode of Inside Acting comes from Rehearsal 2, the app for actors. If you want to learn your lines, be off book for auditions, explore your character, and make stronger choices, there's an app for that, and it's called Rehearsal 2. You can download it right now at RehearsalTheApp.com download. That's RehearsalTheApp.com download. And from the Headshot Truck, an all-inclusive mobile photography studio. Rain or shine, come hell or high water, the goal of the Headshot Truck is to give every individual the opportunity to produce a rock-solid set of headshots with full support from a makeup artist, wardrobe consultant, and photographer, all of whom are on board for every single shoot. The truck can also turn into an interactive photo booth, which is perfect for any wedding or event looking to spice things up. Just visit TheHeadshotTruck.com for more information and follow The Headshot Truck on Twitter and Instagram at HeadshotTruck. It's The Headshot Truck, the best way to get shots in L.A.
1: So Trev, explain to me why I'm feeling this—just like a hint of sadness—in sort of saying goodbye to another season, or like reaching this 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 milestone. Why am I feeling this uh, this sort of like sad, almost Hulk walking away moment?
0: <laughs> Hulk walking away moment?
1: <laughs> uh, sorry, that's a Family Guy reference. <laughs>
0: okay. Look, 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 everyone.
1: Anyway, all
0: right. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's because uh, you're a sensitive artist and you're inherently nostalgic. And we had a bunch of amazing guests uh, in season season seven. You know, it's like we 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 take the podcast to the next level, and then we time marches on. You know, we just got to keep going. There's not much time to sort of sit around and be like, oh. So maybe that's why.
1: Great. What's been going on with you?
0: Trevor. Uh, well, uh, I, my Scottish accent is so bad, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to roll with it.
1: No. Uh, okay, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. I shouldn't. Um, I was I was so quick to say no. I know you were. That came out so fast. Don't ruin you like, this you episode,
0: like, man. You were
1: like, I'm going to go for it. And I'm like, hey,
0: hey how about we don't yeah. do that? We don't I have think, to do that. Yeah, I think you know because I have kind of exciting news and I don't want to ruin it with a that horrible is true. accent. That is true. uh, As of today, this recording, the music video for 80s pop icon L.B. Rain's rejected hit single for the Terminator movies uh, is is live. It's live on the internet. I was trying to figure out how to put that sentence together. But it's called Terminate Our Love. Yours truly got to play a Terminator. Yours truly trained for two months to try to look like a Terminator. And uh, it is so fun, man. And it's live in the world, and I'm really excited about it. It is easily one of the highlights of my career. Doug, uh, the director, and music, and he does a little bit of everything, or a lot of everything, actually, uh, is one of the most creative, grounded, generous, talented people i know. And This is like the pinnacle of his work to date. I really, this music video is phenomenal, and I'm not just saying that because I'm in it. I hope that you guys check it out. There's a link uh, on our website in the show notes for you to check out the video. And there's links all over uh, my social media, <laughs> my personal social media. And um, I, I just I couldn't be more thrilled with having been a part of the journey, a part of the process, a part of the, the art, and uh, have having had a chance to play a Terminator. And I, I love it, man. I'm just, I could not be happier. I'm happy as a clam. Is that, mm-hmm. a, is that a saying?
1: I think it is. I don't know where it came from, but yes, it's a saying.
0: I'm happy. I was going to say Terminator, but I was like, Terminators aren't happy. They're emotionless killing machines. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, well, so that's, that's live in the world. And you're
1: you're nothing if not dreamy.
0: <laughs> I thank you. I'll tell you that. Um, so I'm not asking for praise here, but I wanted you to watch the video before we started recording, and you did, and I think you dug it. Yeah. Uh,
1: we'll 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 talk about it later.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: We'll talk about it in the uh, <laughs> in the last section of our podcast. Hink, hint hint. Wink, wink. I almost said hink, hink. Hink, hink. Which, by the way, is a combination of hint and wink.
0: Trademark it, dude. That is, uh, that is language efficiency right there.
1: <laughs> you're welcome, town.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that's my big news, man. And uh, it looks like you've got uh, some news as well.
1: Uh, yeah, simple. Uh, didn't, didn't terminate anyone's love. but uh,
0: <laughs> You should try it sometime. It's, it's quite rewarding. Yeah, I, I good. I got to stop them from laughing. <laughs> it's hard though. I was unable to do it. Is, you is were what, unable to do it. that's right. Find in the video.
1: Uh, um, so funny. I, I just it's not a big deal. I just I started rehearsals for the uh the musical that I'm doing the, with the New York Musical Theater Festival mm-hmm. called Manuel versus the Statue of Liberty. We actually it's funny. We had we started rehearsals on Tuesday. Today is Thursday. As of this recording, we're recording on Thursday. All, we had already had a public performance today. What? So Really? Yeah, so they do this thing. Because the festival is so big, and the, ves- the festival actually lasts for basically the entire month of July. I didn't know this. I was totally wrong about this f- festival, by the way. It is not a music festival. It is a musical theater festival, legitimately. And there are dozens of shows, not like a few. So I was performing in New World Plaza today, uh, and we had two days to learn you know, two songs, including one of which was the opening number, which is like this massive undertaking. So anyway, it was just it was it was fun. I'm having fun in the in the show. I really love the creative team. Everybody in the room is very smart. And it's one of those things where and I was talking to Jasmine about this is I really feel like I I keep getting lucky in terms of getting involved with with good projects. Mm. You know, because there was an I, I auditioned for and I'm not going to name names, but I auditioned for another Nymph show and it was awful. The script was terrible and I made the mistake of not reading it until the night before. And had I read it earlier, I would have said, I'm going to pass on this because this is like bad children's theater. <laughs> did
0: you did you at all try to sort of sabotage your audition so you wouldn't get cast?
1: Oh, that's funny. I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure I was bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sometimes you just can't fix a bad script, no matter how good you are.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that good. I'm not that good. So anyway, (laughs) that's just my quick, my quick uh, catch up. Cool, man. And and then, other than that, so we've decided, as of recording this, that we're going to actually publish this episode a day early, so that we can talk about episode 200. Because if we publish on our normal Tuesday, episode 200 would have already been would have already happened. Yeah. So uh, now we can say we'll see you tonight as opposed to we'll see you last night.
0: That's right. If you're <laughs> listening to this uh, on schedule the day it's released. We'll see you tonight.
1: That's right. So uh, just a quick reminder that we're using the hashtag IAP200. Got to start including that in all of our tweets about uh, episode 200. And we want you to come and get some pictures taken and Uh, And post those on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and hashtag those with IAP200 as well. And the the whole shebang is uh, happening tonight, starting about six thirty at the SAG After Building. Um, in the uh, SAG Foundation room and Or SAG Foundation screening room We're going to be doing our live stream Live recording with the creators Of the number one show on Sci-Fi Defiance And that's going to go about an hour and a half From 7 to 8.30 I say get there at 6.30 because as Trevor mentioned In a previous episode they have a very strict Late seating policy And then we will be partying it up Afterwards at the Parlor in Hollywood we're very excited to have the Headshot Truck taking pictures for us. We're going to have a step and repeat, a red carpet. Sugar Swag Bake Shop, is, which is a home bakery that specializes in custom cookies, delicious cupcakes, chocolate dipped strawberries, and other bite-sized treats for special events like ours. Yeah. Um, and you can check them out at sugarswag.com. They're actually making specific logoed cookies for our party, which is going to be epic. I'm so excited to eat those. <laughs>
0: That's real fine me should, by that table. I
1: should, I should, yeah, exactly. I should be excited about like seeing them, but I'm more excited to just eat them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. The the LA Actors Tweetup is actually co-hosting the party with us. This is actually their Tweetup. So if you frequent the LA Actors Tweetup, you're basically killing two birds with one stone. You're going to both the Tweetup and our post-episode 200 celebration at the same time. Um, so they're our co-hosts, and then Miz and the Biz is one of our Alliance partners. Uh, huge shout-out to them for getting the word out. We've been talking about them in our social media and in our newsletters and on the podcast, and they've been uh, pimping out the events on on their social media. So hugely grateful for that. But if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on, on the social medias, the internets, the interwebs, the emails, etc., and we'll, we'll try to get back to you as quickly as possible because uh, it is tonight as of listening to this recording.
0: Absolutely, and in addition to uh, all that wonderful, amazing support from a wonderful, amazing organizations and people and businesses, uh, this episode is also brought to you by gogo.com I totally stole this from you, AJ. No, you should have done it. No, just I'm, do it. I'm doing it. You should you it VOTagogo.com, which is the award-winning voiceover training system and winner of Backstage's Reader's Choice Award for best VO training four years in a row. You can visit 2 slash start for a free getting started in voiceover online class that will help you add voiceover to your acting portfolio. It's pretty epic. Just go to VO, the number two, gogo.com slash start. We have now reached the meat of the episode, in which (laughs) you and I, AJ, are going to get real and intimate and raw with how the past 90 days went, because we're about halfway through the year now. And uh, one thing we want to do with this podcast is really empower uh, and encourage and invite and support our listeners in taking time every so often, in this case, every quarter, every 90 days, to just take a moment and reflect on what's working, what's not, and what's next. I think this is a key habit of successful people. I know that you agree with me on that, AJ. It's a key habit of successful people that set aside time on a regular basis to just check in, take stock. Um, What is, where is this working? Like, (laughs) am I just drifting or am I actually on course? Do I have goals that I'm working towards or am I just kind of letting life happen to me? And so this is uh, uh, us kind of walking the walk as well as talking the talk with uh, a regular review. And this is going to be a review of quarter two, which was March 30th through basically today. And uh, we're going to talk about, like I said, what worked, what didn't, and what's next. And last time we did this, we had uh, our own what we called LOAs, which stands for Letter of Accomplishment. This is something that both you and I, AJ, picked up from the MITT training the transformational training we've done. And it's essentially a blueprint and a declaration for what the next 90 days of our lives are going to look like. Everybody gets to make their own and focus on a few areas of their life and say, you know what, these are the things I want to accomplish. This is how I'm going to do it. And you can be as sort of general or specific as you'd like as long as there's some sort of plan and starting point. And I don't know about you, AJ, but I've done a few of these LOAs now, and I've played with various levels of specificity uh with mine and i'm, I'm still playing with it i'm not 100 percent sure what, what worked but what's most valuable for me is just having this this regular check-in to see where i actually am what kind of progress i'm actually making in my life and career uh and if you are listening to this and you're thinking this sounds interesting i would like to do this and i would like to follow along uh, I would invite you right now to go over to our website, look under the show notes for this episode, and you'll see both AJ and I have posted our quarter three LOAs, so our, our breakdown of what worked over the past 90 days, what didn't, and then what we're committing to or declaring for the next 90 days, and in that way, you can sort of model your own sort of blueprint or plan after hours, and hopefully it'll uh, you know, help give you a little kind of kickstart into the next uh, three months of your journey. Uh, did I leave anything out?
1: No, that was epic. I was like, "That's not even on our outline," and you rocked that. I just,
0: I, just, I was feeling the love, feeling the power.
1: Oh, oh yeah, the empower, feeling yeah. the empower, feel the
0: empower. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I feel like we should rock paper scissors this for who goes first here because we've both typed out our notes uh, for what we kind of wanted to chat about. Uh, but I think what would work really well is if we kind of asked each other questions as we went through this and offered feedback. One thing that I find extremely valuable when I'm talking to friends who have not only done the transformational work that you and I have done, AJ, but also friends who are just not afraid to go to the sort of scary, personal, intimate stuff. Like, like you know, the stuff like, okay, you know, you, you didn't book anything in the past three months. So what's behind that? Like, what what sort of internal dialogue are you having about your ability to succeed that's happening there? Like, that's, that's where I want to go with this. Um, so I think it would be valuable if we gave ourselves permission on the air here to go there with each other. What do you think? Epic.
1: Bring D- it. <laughs> okay.
0: Awesome. So then uh, here's the big question then. Uh, who goes first?
1: Well, uh, you, you're, you're in the outline first. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I, well, I put we can, it up there we can I'm also
0: like, go ahead. We
1: can also go. We can also go back. Sort of go back and forth. Instead of going through all three sections of what worked, what didn't work, and what's next, we could also just go what worked. Oh, you know, you me. What didn't work, you me. What's next? Do I you like know what that. I mean? I like so that another way. Another another way of going through it. So we we'll jump around a bit. Let's
0: let's do that. So it's not so much of one of us talking um, all at once. Uh, cool, man. Well, then I guess I'll kick us off. So uh, wow, here we go. <coughs> I'm stretching. <laughs> All right. Um, so quarter two, I'm going to start with what worked. Let's celebrate the wins first. Uh, I'll start with the domain of fitness and health. So obviously I had uh, something to sort of train for with this Terminate Our Love music video. So that helped a lot. I, as of this recording, I have completed 74 workouts out of a goal, a target of 75 workouts. And that is 148 workouts for the year so far. So I'm quite pleased with that progress. Uh, it's very sort of automatic for me at this point to work out. I'm just sort of positively addicted to it. And I found that the three things that really support me in making those workouts happen and making health and fitness a key, like a keystone, a corner, you know, a cornerstone, I'm not trying, sorry, I'm trying to say there, but, you know, a key part of my life uh, is number one, and morning routine, or what I like to call a morning ritual, a series of activities that I do every single morning. One of which is taking the time to make myself strong with a workout. Uh, number two, keeping score, so setting a goal, a ninety-day goal, and then checking off a box every day. I do it, I get one, you know, sort of check mark closer to that that goal number, that number of seventy-five workouts. And then number three, uh, sticking to a program or a plan. And for me, it's very easy. You guys know I love the Beach Body programs. These, these world-class fitness programs on DVD that you can do in your house, on your own schedule. You don't waste any time commuting. You don't waste any time parking. You don't waste any time waiting for machines. None of that stuff. And you have a schedule to follow. I think that that is absolutely the, the biggest reason I've been able to sort of hit this number. So uh, I'll wrap this up by saying... Yay me, 74 out of 75 workouts completed, and morning ritual, keeping score, and sticking to a program are are why. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It is your turn. What worked for you uh, in Q2? Uh, uh,
1: I just listed off sort of big wins um, and sort of what I learned uh, as a result of them. Um, I think the big one for me in this quarter was making the – making the dream happen of playing ice hockey
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, the reason why is not only was it, you know, a big win and something that really um supported me mentally but there were so much that I learned as a result for example uh the doing whatever it takesness of it in other words I I, I set this intention, this goal, this commitment to do this, and then I just did whatever it took to make it happen. And then there was this moment, and I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but there was this moment I had, and uh, I shared this with Jasmine and some of our friends, and I said, you know, it's interesting to me that I was willing to spend all this time and this money and this effort to make this happen When I wasn't willing to spend the same time, money, and effort to, say, go to a casting director workshop or go to an acting class to make myself a better actor. I'm not saying that it's necessarily a bad thing, but it was sort of like a just notice, you know, where I'm willing to sort of put my effort and and whatnot. And then also noticing what's possible when I say I'm going to do this no matter what. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so it really made me think like, okay, when I'm ready and right now I don't feel like this is where my focus is when I'm ready, I think I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, you know, book a recurring on a series. Okay. What does that mean? Then taking it from there and sort of taking a a page out of the Alexis
0: Cara book. I was going to say the Alexis Cara style. Yeah.
1: And doing, and doing whatever it takes Time, money, effort, uh, work, classes, whatever it takes to make to make that happen. And I'm I'm being very very real with myself in in saying like it's just not something that I'm really interested in putting my focus on right now. And that's okay. Like it's that is all right. Everyone can sort of let themselves off the hook. Uh, if you're listening to this,
0: Do, um, I want to stop you for a sec. You said you're yeah. you're not. Totally interested in putting your focus on what? What was that? Booking?
1: Yeah, booking, booking like a, a series regular kind of thing. Yeah, or? exactly. B- okay. Booking a series regular and and everything that it would take in order to make that happen. Like I gotcha. have, I I'm I'm and I say this later on in the what worked. What, one of the things that worked so so well, I think, in terms of my general my overall happiness this quarter was that I did not. I really didn't focus on my acting career so much as I focused on my life Mm -hmm. and living an awesome life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to come home at the end of every day and think like, man, my life is awesome. (laughs) Like I get to play hockey and hang out in New York and take mass transit. And, 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 and now I'm in rehearsal for a show and, um, you know, I make enough money to pay the bills and I have an awesome, uh, relationship and like, things are good. I mean, I, the fact that I can sit on my couch if I wanted to, to watch Netflix stream, I mean, do you realize the percentage of humans on this planet that, that get to do that? It's a very small percentage. We, yeah. we, we, we got it good, like life is good. Yeah. And, and so that is, I think what, um, what this quarter sort of inspired in me Um, And and then you know being being on the ice and and feeling like you know it was kind of like your your Terminator love thing. I felt like I had something very specific to um, to train for, and so I started googling like hockey workouts and stuff. And now a lot of my work, not all, but a lot of my workouts are spent focused on uh, you know the the type of fitness plans that a hockey player might actually you know, mm-hmm. adhere to. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. It's cool to be in the gym or, or at home or out, What, you know, wherever I'm doing my workout and to, to think like, Oh, I, I can see exactly where this would translate to the ice, you know, and, and sort of feel that.
0: That is awesome, dude. Right on. So it yeah. sounds like having a plan was a big, a big, uh, sort of aha moment.
1: Um, I would say more vision, than plan because uh, I do talk about planning and goal setting and using a calendar and stuff in the what didn't work later and I'll explain th- that when we get there, but for me it was more about vision. Okay, it was more about like having like this one this very specific goal and doing whatever it took to get there, cool. and then noticing that that's pos- possible for me, and I, and then I can take that same learn and apply it in other areas.
0: Right on. Well, I love that. Again, I'm I'm so at the risk of sounding like your father, I'm very proud of you for really taking the dive into the hockey world and doing whatever it takes to make it happen. And I know that gives you so much energy and it's just so inspiring to see you kind of be like, you know what? No, this is my life. I'm going to do this. I don't care what, you know, if it, you know, quote unquote steals time from my career.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you're, you're not done. I'm not done. With your what worked. Let's get back to what worked.
0: So, yeah, uh, just three things I wanted to sort of check out off the career column. Uh, Number one, uh, last quarter I declared to, I I would recut and post uh, my reels, a comedic reel and a dramatic reel. Uh, and have them, you know, a minute, minute 20-ish or so. Uh, I did that, uh, I got great feedback on them, but they haven't actually audi- uh, resulted in any auditions yet. I've been submitting to jobs uh, with these new reels, obviously they're, my agent has access to them, he has them as a tool now, and no no bites on them yet, however, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on them. So, um, not sure what's going on there, I'm gonna take a closer look, and maybe it's just a, a headshot issue, maybe I see a new photo. Um, but that was a win, uh, and what worked for me there was estimating about how long I'd need to do those things, and then scheduling that time on my calendar. Like literally making that to do item into an appointment for myself, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then sticking to it. Uh, and then in addition, the second thing I, I accomplished that was on my LOA last quarter was uh, getting a new website up and running. Uh, I was really inspired by your digital actor workshop and you showing your website, and uh, David Lawrence um, said that your workshop also lit a fire under his butt, and he designed a website uh, based on what he learned in your your workshop, and then I stole basically the same template that he was using. I just used the same template and made a very similar website. Uh, What worked was me recruiting support from Gadali, who's our marketing and web director. He knows everything WordPress and everything web. He helped me a little bit get things up and running. And then uh, I taught myself how to do the rest. So that's up and running, trevoragot.net. That was a, a big win. And then lastly, uh, I started a weekly newsletter called Sunday. And it's not a conventional newsletter. It's more about me just uh, connecting with uh, people who you know have opted in to hear from me. And it's about the practice of me shipping every week. And some weeks it might just be like a cheesy poem or a few photos that I took. and then some weeks it's like a legitimate you know news item like this music video, for instance. And uh, it feels more right to me than me only writing to people when I have something about me that I want to share. I, I like having the weekly connection, even if there's no legitimate you know reason to for me to reach out. So time will tell if people find that annoying or not. But if they do, then they can unsubscribe. No hard feelings. But that was a big win, starting that weekly newsletter. So I have a consistent uh, communication with my audience. I've got a place they can go to learn more about me if they want, which is my website. And I've got some, some content uh, up there, like my, my new reels.
1: How, how long has the weekly newsletter thing been going on?
0: Like five weeks, I think. I, I really like, just started it a, couple months, a month or two ago.
1: Okay, cuz I'm not
0: getting them. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't think you're subscribed, dude. What
1: what's what's the deal? Uh, that's not my choice. I want to <laughs> give I want to be getting these things.
0: <laughs> uh well, uh, I'm glad you asked. You can just go to trevoralgott.net and scroll down to the about section. Uh input I your see. email and subscribe.
1: I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that wasn't intended to be a setup for a plug, but there you have it. It worked out quite nicely. Um, all right,
0: cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, yeah. That, that sounds like a, um, a more public and concrete version of the thing that I was talking about the other day about that I've been integrated into my morning routine of like, uh, just p- getting an idea out there, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. not forcing, but yeah, I mean, I guess for like putting it into the morning routine to, to, to write out an idea in this notebook mm-hmm. yeah, that, that I have, you know, whether and, and the, what made me think of it was you were like, if it's a cheesy poem or whatever, like I do, like sometimes I'll write poetry or sometimes I'll just write like a film idea or sometimes I'll write an idea for a book or a series of books or whatever. So uh, it sounds like a, a sort of weekly and public version of that in a way.
0: Yeah, exa- exactly. For me, it's about the practice and the connection. And less about the sort of self promotion. So, what worked for you also on your your notes here? You have UCLA course. Yeah, that was awesome.
1: That was a huge thing, and and you know I started off with just the fact that it is happening. the 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 um, The fact that I was able to enroll this university into allowing me to teach a uh, an MFA course. If you think about if you think about it it shouldn't be happening. Frankly, the fact that I'm going to be giving out grades to master students when I don't have my master's degree, I, it's almost like, I feel like I shouldn't even be saying that out loud because someone's going to find me out and I'm not mm-hmm. going to get the job, mm-hmm. but uh, we got it. We, we got the job. Ben, Ben and I are going to be, are going to be teaching it. So the fact that we were able to enroll the university into hiring us at all was a huge win and then I you know my plans are to parlay that into enrolling other universities into the same course. Um, and then also just like the, the the possibilities that it opened up it really changed my viewpoint on life and markets and moving and living and and all this stuff. And what I mean by that is like you know we've come here and we've you know for lack of a better term conquered, the New York market. I'm not saying I'm working all the time here. I'm just saying I'm not a you know. It's not a, there's no fear and mystery anymore as far as the New York market goes. I, I sort of get it for the most part how it works. Obviously, you could spend a lifetime uh, learning, and, and things change all the time. But if I end up enrolling, you know, I've got some contacts uh, that I get to connect with at at, at NYU and Juilliard. If I end up doing that, and just one of them picks up the course and we end up spending, you know, fall and, you know, summer, fall, winter in Los Angeles. And then the spring in New York, because I'm, I'm teaching a class at NYU or Juilliard. Great. So we'll do that. And, and being that open about the possibility of where life could take me slash us mm-hmm. has made me o- that open to possibility everywhere in my life. To, to the point where, I, you know, it almost went too far. And I'll talk about that in the what what didn't work section, you know, to the point of being like, all right, I'm, you know, sort of open to whatever and not and therefore not, you know, setting and achieving specific, more specific goals. Anyway, I, it, it, that was just a huge defining thing this quarter and and, and definitely sticks out as a, a win.
0: That's, that's awesome. I I like that our, our, what worked segments here are a nice blend of like tangible, you know, check offable items, you know, that we completed and, uh, blended with kind of like the personal realizations and breakthroughs and aha moments and sort of epiphanies, the little things. Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, I mean, that's what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. No, in order to, in order to achieve those, those, those big goals and, and whatnot, like it takes Usually if there's something that you want that you don't have and it's been a while since you've wanted it There's probably some breakthrough some personal breakthrough that has to occur in order There's there, that's what's between you and it.
0: Oh, yeah, I would say always I mean life has a way of cycling <laughs> Cycling us back through the same experiences over and over until we make the necessary internal adjustment You know like if like what is the the saying our, our inner world creates our outer world <laughs> It's sort of
1: like uh, Groundhog Day, that movie with Bill Murray. uh, Yeah. It's very transformational.
0: It is. Yeah, totally. And I I just want to say to you uh, something that David H. Lawrence, the 17th, said to me uh, when David approached me about teaching his Hollywood intensives for Gogo. I said to him, basically what you said when you were like, when you got this UCLA gig or what you just kind of related to us you know, and he said, like, I-, I don't know that I'm qualified for this. Like, I'm giving out grades to master students and I don't have a master's degree myself. And uh, I had the same sort of reaction. I was like, David, I, I don't really have a lot of voiceover success to speak of. I-, I don't really know that I'm qualified. And David said to me, and I'll never forget this. This was this was a turning point in my life. He said, what if your qualifications were that I chose you? Huh. And that was like, OK, <laughs> D- done. Like, yeah, no, I can't argue with that, <clears throat>
1: Yeah, well, and it and it, it's very – it is a – oh, my gosh. It's such a similar situation because now the qualification that Ben and I have is that we're already doing it at the <laughs> yes. master's level at a university. So if we go yeah. to another university and we're like, hey, uh, we're doing this uh, thing, um, what are your qualifications? Well, UCLA, one of the top programs in the country, has already hired us.
0: Yeah. You
1: yeah. know, and the same goes for acting too. Like my friend – oh, my gosh. My friend booked a job. It's just like in her mind, small thing, just a reading or or, um, a workshop of something. Right. And I, I texted her and I said, congratulations. And she said, oh, it's not it's not a big deal. And I said, bullshit. Don't do that to yourself. Someone decided that you are not going to be a pain in the ass for a few weeks. They decided that you you are going to be a pleasant person to spend time with. And they hired you instead of no one else. Uh, you know, other people that they could have gone with, they they decided th- that that you were going to be worth spending time with, regardless of your talent. They decided that you were a, a person worth spending that 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 time with, and that is something to be touted and celebrated.
0: Boom. Amen. Yes. Well, congrats on that again. I, I'm uh, I'm equally stoked to see you doing that and and to have you back out in L.A.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 excited to be out there too. I'm gonna uh, do you a little a little solid here, brother, and I'm gonna go first on the what didn't work.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah,
1: since I, keep... I, I made you go first uh, before.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, so um, what didn't work for you last quarter?
1: So so I've kind of mentioned these already, and they are tied directly to either things that worked or um, you know the breakthroughs that are necessary to make what what's next happen. Um, the, the first one uh, that I mentioned already was being inconsistent with uh, the goal setting or uh, more to the point being inconsistent with using cal- the, my calendar, my personal calendar, and goal setting sessions that I do, these weekly goal setting sessions that I do with, with Jasmine. We, we did them sometimes, and I used my calendar sometimes, and when I did, it always worked. So, like you were saying, with I think it was your reel, putting it in the calendar, actually booking an appointment for yourself, and saying like this is when this is going to happen, really yeah. worked for you, yeah. right? Yeah. So, any time I did that, it worked. And why my stupid little uh, ego brain can't figure out that <laughs> that's what gets to happen <laughs> all the time, I don't know. But but uh, there it is. Like essentially, it was it was in, it was inconsistent to the point of when it, when I w- didn't do it, it didn't work. I didn't get. Done what I what I declared okay. I wanted to get done. I mentioned the whole thing about being open to possibility, being a double-edged sword because being open to possibility meant yeah we can we can go to back to L A. We can go back and forth between L A. and New York. We can live this bi-coastal existence. That's awesome. I'm open to whatever. <clears throat> it's been lovely. It's opened up a lot of really awesome um, opportunities. But it sometimes translated into not setting and achieving goals. So sometimes, uh, and I, I don't know if this is true for other people, but for me personally, it was like um, not paraly- not as dramatic as paralyzing, but in a way it was because I was like, well, if I'm not going to be here for much longer, uh, I probably shouldn't, you know, set a goal of making you know X, Y, and Z happen. Because, you know, we'll be going back soon, whatever. It's sort of the um, the same thing. <laughs> I didn't I didn't learn my lesson, clearly, mm-hmm. when I was in Heather's. You know, I was like, oh, we're only going to be here for the show, so I'm not going to build these relationships, and we'll go back, and blah, 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 as opposed to, like, well, I'm here, so I should probably just put my all into it. Hmm. and so that that's my goal I, when, in my what's next se- section i do talk about laying the groundwork for a return to los angeles that doesn't have to do with just the move itself you, that has to do with actually laying groundwork here in new york and and speaking of which i i sort of shared because of your wins uh you know i added here too that i did i didn't i had a goal to update my reel uh, you know, for instance, with footage from life partners and whatnot, and therefore, thereby, my website, and then get new headshots. And although I'm getting new uh, headshots next week, none of those happened, mm-hmm. and I really feel like that was a direct result of everything that I've talked about up to this point. You know, I was just sort of like, yeah, whatever, like open a possibility, yada yada yada, but not, but not giving myself enough direction. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: This almost goes without saying, because you and I have been sort of steeped in this kind of work for so long, but I, I just want to kind of take a moment to publicly acknowledge you and this process. You know, this is not an easy thing to do for a lot of people to open up and take a hard look at like, well, here's where I fell short. You know, it's, it can be difficult and a little, you know, the feeling of defeat can kind of seep into the cracks and overcome a person. Um, when sort of focusing on this stuff, but I, you know, as we've talked about, it's really essential to figure to take a hard look and say, okay, this is where this is this is why I haven't gotten to the next level yet.
1: Well, I, and I think what you just said is actually a perfect illustration of what the common misconception is of this kind of work. Um, there's a there's a there's a misconception that if you <laughs> if you, you know, if you just do like this program that is, of introspection, your whole life will be better and be fixed yeah. and that's not true, there's work there's work to be done first of all and second of all it's not necessarily about becoming different or fixed or whatever but but to have the ability and the tools to actually um, take in the feedback and not beat yourself up like you were just saying that's that's huge in and of itself
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that's a practice just, for
0: sure yeah.
1: yeah yeah
0: removing ego from the conversation and being like what like you know removing the 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 triggered reaction i think that a lot of us would have which is like you know you can't talk to me like that you know <laughs> that kind <laughs> of that kind of uh reaction i think is is uh, it's a practice you know you gotta dance with it a little bit Thank you for sharing that and for going first. It makes it a little easier for me to step into what didn't work for me. Uh, I'm going to get really real with what didn't work for me in in Q2. So, I often doubt my commitment to this work, and this work meaning uh, acting. I suspect that um, my own sort of internal dialogue about money is at the root of this this commitment issue, uh, stories about how much I'm worth and what my time is worth and what my earning potential is and things like that. Like I can read all the books I want and have all the sort of talk, all the talk I want, but until my bank account actually reflects, you know, the, the, uh, what, you know, is, it, is an accurate reflection of what I'm saying? Uh, there's still a disconnect there. And so I think that they're linked. Oftentimes I find myself not, uh, not looking forward to the sort of hustle that's required a lot of the time. You know, like you said earlier, going to casting director workshops, going to classes, um, mm-hmm. spending more money on more things, getting new headshots, like dropping everything for a non-union commercial that'll pay me 200 bucks, like to go audition for it across town on a Tuesday afternoon when I was going to go to work and earn money, like that whole thing. I have commitment issues around that. I, I don't know if it's maybe I'm just not cut out for this industry or not, but I, I'm getting real with our audience here and with you and with myself by saying this out loud. Um, when the acting work comes, it's great, I love it, but do I love the lifestyle? I'm not sure, I'm, I'm still seeking that balance and I'm still listening to my intuition. I'm not changing any, any sort of relationships I have professionally speaking. But I I just wanted to kind of put that out there, that that's that's an issue that I'm still sort of dealing with and and trying to kind of get to the bottom of. I didn't complete uh, a bunch of items in my LOA, like uh, some of the the voiceover stuff and some of the cast director workshops and things I had committed to. I didn't commit to them because of commitment issues and money issues. So uh, what I really sort of want to focus on going forward, and this is sort of stepping into the what's next recognizing that that the sort of bottleneck goal here, the thing that I think all of these issues stem from is just creating more income. And I, I you know i'm I'm a little embarrassed to be speaking so frankly about this in public because I think there's like a a bunch of studies out there, or at least one major study that says that more people are are unwilling to admit what their bank account balance is than they are to than they are to talk about like their failing marriage or something. have you have you heard? of that before?
1: No, but it makes sense. I mean, our, especially in this country, our net worth is so tied to our self worth that that makes
0: perfect sense. And our, our image and our reputation and all those things. Um, and I, I, am saying this out loud because I think that this is an issue for a lot of actors and a lot of creative people. I think that money is a constant thing. And the fact that we have to struggle or pay our dues or, live in scarcity or, you know, make sacrifices and live out of our van and eat tuna and beans all the time. Like that's, that's a myth. Like you can choose to do that, but it's a myth. It is not required by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> um, yeah. And we I hope
1: t- anybody who listens to this podcast knows that <laughs> we believe that by now.
0: Yeah. We've talked about it, you know, many a time on the, on the show. Uh, I think Ben is Ben Whitehair is kind of famous for saying there's no extra credit for the struggle.
1: Mm-hmm. And I really
0: love that, that, Kind of yeah, I think he got from
1: that me. from uh, Jonathan Prince or Jonathan Price or whatever that guy's name is, yeah. who yeah, yeah, we've yeah. tried to get on the podcast so many times, but <laughs> have
0: failed. <laughs> that didn't work in Q2 also.
1: Yeah, <laughs> He has no idea that we quote him all the time.
0: <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but so, you know, I, I'm bringing it up because I think a lot of us are in that place. And if you can relate to this, I hope that this gives you some semblance of comfort knowing that, you know, even um, somebody with a podcast... <laughs> Maybe he has these same issues, and as is you know, you know,
1: podcasts them. are free, right?
0: <laughs> oh shit! Maybe that's part of it. No. Uh, but you know, so like, uh, essentially, I'm recognizing that that is sort of the main sort of rock in my shoe, so to speak. It's the main thing that's kind of sort of stopping me from getting to the next level and everything else. Um, and I suspect that that's, like I said, at the commit the the root of my commitment issues. So that is really the big thing that did not work for me was not handling that belief or that issue or that myth that i'm telling myself and you know sitting down and planning what's how i'm going to figure that out that's kind of what i'm going to be committed to uh in q3 that's going to be my main focus is handling that bottleneck goal such that it frees up energy and time and money for the other things that was a big reason why i didn't accomplish some of the things that i uh, committed to in my Q my Q2 LOA, and that this quarter uh, I'm going to make it all right. To acknowledge that, hey, you know, maybe uh, my acting career in execution in action is not necessarily going to look like hustle, hustle, hustle. Maybe it's going to l- be a little bit more passive, and and maybe that's okay. Or maybe my path to a series regular or a, a you know a, a lead in a feature film is through my writing. I I'm in a place where I just am am learning that my intuition. Is always right, and that the longer I fight it, the longer I delay the rest of my life. The longer mm. I delay, the next step.
1: And 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 isn't it interesting that one of the things that is so challenging about being an actor is to trust and then execute on our instincts.
0: Oh man, that was. Oh, that's funny. Whew, thank you for You're that. You're right. I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you for that.
1: Wow. You survived the the knowledge bomb.
0: I survived the knowledge bomb. I'm I'm still here. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So moving on. uh, Epic. What's next? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, What's next? Let's talk about that. So let's, let's, I want to, I want to kind of punt back to you here uh, so we can give each other equal time here. What is, what's next for you in Q3? What are these next 90 days going to look like?
1: Well, as I said before, a lot of it will have to do with laying the groundwork for returning to Los Angeles. But that that doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, focusing on the move, focusing on, you know, making sure we have transportation in Los Angeles because we've been relying on mass transportation or, or making sure we have a place to move to. It's not just just about those things. Yes, it is about those things, but it, all, it is also about updating the real The website, the headshot, building relationships here in New York. Um, And also, and this is another thing that's been coming up um, a lot for me lately, is creating a strategy, um, not that there hasn't ever been one in the past, so maybe I should say a new strategy with my representation. Mm. One, One that is more in line with... And I'm actually putting words on this for the first time right now. So I am discovering things in the moment as well, Trevor. Um, <laughs> That's what it's all uh, about here. Right? This is awesome. That's
0: how we roll I'm, it inside.
1: I'm Apple. having a great time. We should just do this like and not record it every once in a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, one, a, a strategy with my representation that is more in line with where I am in my Life, my ways of being, my th- ways of thinking, the things that have shifted for me. So like, for instance, it would be like you going to your agents and being like, Hey, you got a literary department because I want to, I want to, you know, I want to talk about possibly, you know, writing mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. other words, my, I'm, I'm much more open to possibility. I'm grow, I'm, I'm coming into my own in terms of like understanding my authentic self, yada, yada, yada. And, and so going after, uh, you know, Brown multi-ethnic guy all the time. It's so far, it hasn't worked super great. It hasn't created the results that I eventually and ultimately want in my career. So, you know, things get to shift. And so I've been sending emails to my management and, and looking at all of my materials and thinking about what's next these headshots that I'm getting next week, I'm going to take at least a few that are like romantic comedy type shots. Uh, I'm going to look for ways of getting that type of thing on my real leading man romantic comedy da, 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 not just the you know CSI uh, you know, NCIS, playing a terrorist, and I'm saying all of this as I think about the fact that I got an email today for a last-minute appointment to audition for a terrorist tomorrow. Wow. Not even kidding. Okay. And, you know, the chances are good I'm not going to book it because I'm they're going to say, like, oh, he was great, but he's not brown enough. Uh- <laughs> and it happens okay. all the time, and so there's a shift happening, and it's not just geographical. It is strategic. It is personal in terms of my authenticity and what I want and what I see as being next. And all of that comes back to, like I said, the focus being laying the groundwork for return to Los Angeles. That means the new headshot, the new reel, the the new website, the building relationships here in New York such that I can work bi-coastally. The creating a new strategy with my current representation such that I am knocking it out of the park when looking for LA-specific or bi-coastal agents to work with me um, in Los Angeles, in minor markets, in New York. It's multi-pronged, but it all comes back to the same hub, mm-hmm. and that is laying groundwork for for return to Los Angeles. Wow. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I, I think what I heard you say was sort of in a nutshell, aligning your strategy and your sort of vision and not being so much... I mean, you know, I, there's something to be said for sort of playing to how you're perceived in this industry. You know, like, you know, Mark Atterbury talked about it all the way back when we interviewed him. You know, if if you are being cast as, you know, the... Consistently as a certain type, you know, for in your case, let's just just you know say that you're often being cast as sort of the um, Middle Eastern guy. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's sort of like on one hand you want to embrace that, you know, like mm-hmm. oh, be open, like hey, get typecast and like build, get get pay, cash the check, you know, <laughs> like yeah, why not? Um, but at the same time, there's something to be said for like, well, is that is that our, is that fulfilling to me day in and day out? Uh, and is there a way that I can realign? Things uh, w- such that uh, I have other possibilities, I like that people can perceive me in a different way.
1: And here's my it's not even really devil's advocacy, it's, it's, it's my, my response to the, the get yourself pigeonholed Mark Atterbury way of thinking. I'm not getting cast as that, is the problem. Like it's not that I'm being pigeonholed and I'm building a career on playing that would be great. That would be great. If I was if if you turned on the TV and every time you saw a brown guy it was me, this would be a completely different conversation. This would be a completely different conversation, but it's not. That's not what's happening. What's happening is I am getting the auditions, the meetings. I'm going into the rooms, and then they're going, "Um, yeah, no, he's great. He's just not this enough.
0: He's
1: just mm-hmm. not, you know, race X enough. Right. right. And right. so, and so, you know, I'm like, all right, well, it's not working. So, either I'm going to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, or I'm going to change something. And do whatever it takes to make something happen, make something different happen. What that may mean is going for something completely unexpected or just changing things up for the sake of changing things up. I feel a big shakeup happening and how perfect that it's going to align with a geographic
0: move. Mm, Yeah. So my only question, my only follow-up question to this I-, I love everything you just said, but would it support you to have specific action items and deadlines in in approaching this sort of the sort of uh, shift or is this more of a you know start here start with step 1 and then figure out what the next step is after that?
1: So it's a great question and it's both and it's both and, and it starts with these new headshots I'm taking next week. Gotcha. It starts with a, a recut of my reel. It starts with a redesign on the website, and it starts with uh, emails that I've been sending back and forth with my management. Uh, you know, and the the headshots and the emails have already begun. Awesome. So the real thing and the and the website thing are to follow, and then it will also be like you said, like a sort of ways of being or a way of thinking. Um, shift as well. And then we'll see, we'll see what happens. That's my focus for Q3 of 2015.
0: I love that. And I'm really excited for the next season. So we, because we get to talk about how this is all unfolding. And what I would really like to do is, um, sort of do our catch up sessions in the context of our LOAs, maybe just reconnecting every episode or two and just saying like, okay, you know, like, here's how this is going. I think that might. Mm. If, if we can execute that in an elegant way, I think that'd be cool. That is cool. I like um, that a lot. Something to think about.
1: I like that a lot. So, what's on tap for Q three and for Trevor Alget? Uh, all words. writing all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. Well, again, you know, I I work really well when it's when I'm just focusing on one or two things at a time. I'm not. I know a lot of people who can sort of focus on many things and accomplish many things all at once. Typically, they're they're type A personalities who just love the work and love to you know, make things happen and don't give a shit what, you know, like what the sort of fallout is. Uh, that's a little bit of a judgment. I didn't mean to, to come out that way, but I'm sure we all know people like that who are just like, I'm going to get it done and I don't care what stands in my way. I'm not really that person. I'm the kind of person that's like, let me just focus on this one or two thing, uh, these one or two things and, and, and then move on to whatever's next. So in that spirit, uh, again, my, my word, so to speak is going to be, uh, or words, Uh, our essentialism simplicity and just really focusing on that bottleneck goal of increasing my income Uh, and i'm going to also just sort of add as a sub bottleneck goal focusing on on writing and what i feel kind of intuitively pulled towards uh, from a creative standpoint because there's i don't want to resist that that calling that instinct thing because I have a podcast about acting and I don't want people to think that I'm not committed to acting. Like that's, you know, been a, a sort of internal dialogue that's been at work. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna go for it. I'm gonna say, you know what, I'm I'm a writer right now, kind of kind of first and an actor second. It doesn't mean I'm not gonna be acting anymore. It just means that I'm gonna focus on writing for like two hours every day, whenever possible. So that's the big thing. In Q three, what's next for me is Working a, a writing ritual into my day, and I th- I've been playing with it the past couple of weeks, and I think what works best for me is is focusing first on the time that I'm committing. So at least an hour, two whenever possible, and at least um, uh, five like 500 words as possible. If I can hit 500 words a day, that is a, an amazing day. Or if it's a screenplay, if it's a page a day, that's an amazing day. Yeah, uh, And then and then for income creation, uh, you know, I'm teaching these fantastic voiceover classes with Viota Gogo. They are a, an immense value. I get to invite people to that uh, and really publicize that. I get to write these, you know, I get to, I get to market that, essentially. Uh, I was really inspired by Michael Pauly's example. Uh, I think you said he's, or is it, yeah, it's Michael Pauly, right, who's doing a lot of voiceover audiobook stuff?
1: Yeah, yep.
0: So uh, you talked about him the other episode, and he's making that his thrival job. I know a lot of people who are making audiobooks their thrival job, and I love reading, and I love the voiceover stuff. I, I can do it, so that's going to be a big focus. Uh, I've done a couple audiobooks already. They paid great. I'm ready to do more. Obviously, I'm a beach body coach still. I, I love the fitness thing. I believe in these products, um, so I'm going to get back into co- running monthly challenge groups and coaching just a select group of people, a very limited number of people through Um, programs to help them get the physical results they're looking for. And uh, of course, I have my thrival jobs. So I'll be working. uh, I'll continue to work at those for stability's sake. I've got a very specific financial goal in mind that I'm not going to share with our audience, um, but know that I'm working towards a a specific number with my income and that I've got a plan in place and I'm going to execute, adjust, execute, adjust, execute, adjust.
1: Can can I I I love all of that and I really don't have much to say. I just want to challenge you on one one language thing which is um y- I understand that when you were talking about what didn't work, the whole income thing was a bottleneck and that everything was sort of like getting filtered through that context and therefore making it difficult for you to kind of expand into your create your full creativity. But when it comes to these things being goals in terms of like your income, increasing your income being a goal, I don't know that using the word bottleneck in that context is super supportive. You're Mm -hmm. saying like, Mm -hmm. I want to work on this bottleneck goal. I'm like, wait, (laughs) so you want to you want to continue to feel and think and live this way or you want to actually change, do something about it and change it. That's the only thing I would I would I would add to to what you were just talking
0: about. Thank you for that. That's really valuable because our, our subconscious uh, doesn't hear negatives and it thinks in images. So when I repeat the word bottleneck over and over, my subconscious sees a restriction. Uh, yes. And it, exactly. Yeah. It, so it, so that's good. I, I should call that. I should rename that to like freedom goal or something like that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. I yes. like that.
0: Uh, good catch, man. <laughs> right on we have done this before Yeah, <laughs> yeah. epic man wow that was, that was huge this is a long episode so I know we gotta wrap up super quick um, but thank you for sharing um, everything you've shared AJ and thank you for creating the space for me to share it and thank you our listeners for um, being on board with us in this journey I hope that this has been valuable for people uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how this all plays out over the next three months anything you wanted to add before we wrap up
1: no man that was that was epic I'm, I'm feeling super motivated and clear and um really excited that we did it
0: kick-ass well since we're so sort of over time and since i know you have to jet i'm gonna actually vote for us to delay our picks of the week uh a future episode and just wrap up what do you think
1: uh that sounds great. Uh, I Mine was Terminator Love. That's what I meant earlier. I loved it. It was great. The song is amazing. The video is amazing. I changed it from what it was going to be to Terminator Love. Um, I didn't want people to think I was being a jerk because now I, there's no context for what I said earlier. Hey, okay, thanks. Bye.
0: Uh,
1: today's episode of Inside Acting was produced and co-hosted by yours truly, AJ Meyer, and of course, Trevor Algat. Jen Levin is our production coordinator, Gadali Gubrick is our marketing and web director, Jasmine Bristow is our director of public relations, and Deborah Smith is our community manager. Trevor Algat edited and mixed our episode. Uh, and he's also a writer for Hire. He also composed <laughs> our theme music and interview music.
0: And you know you can sign up for our weekly email dispatch, which is written and run by the beautiful and talented and brilliant Jasmine Bristow. Sign up for that email dispatch uh, and listen to all of our recent episodes over at our website, insideacting.net. You can also find us on iTunes, believe it or not, and you can leave us a review there (laughs) if you'd like. That is a hugely appreciated thing when you guys leave us a a nice review.
1: Special thanks to our sponsors, Rehearsal2, Viotagogo.com, and The Headshot Truck. And thanks to you, our listeners. If you love Inside Acting and want to maximize its value in your life, you know what's best for that is signing up. As a monthly member to get cool perks like access to our membership message board, cool freebies and invites to exclusive member meetups, discounts on merchandise and much much more. Just visit
0: insideacting.net and click on the membership tab. Absolutely. And that does it for episode 199 of Inside Acting. One more episode until the big actually no, it's like now it's next. Yeah, it's, like it's, tonight. Next. it's, next. it's tonight. It's next tonight. Come hang out with us. So thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you tonight. Uh, And in the meantime, get that LOA in gear.